All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about a comeback. All right, so we talked about in the main show how you know you're, you're kind of your journey with with publishing and Reaver Games and, and kind of doing some things that maybe you would you would do differently now and kind of how you have a new company where you're recycling some of that old those old mistakes and kind of dusting them off and doing things differently and you're reacting differently and, and changing things. But let's let's talk about that. Give me just you you went in. To this on, on the main show, but give me just a little bit more background on the comeback, right? So you, you talked about how you know things failed in in the main podcast, but let's let's talk about really what are things you're doing differently now to make sure that you don't travel that same road again. Um, so, so as I see it, the thing that went wrong the first time around was making the jump from being a um, a hobby handcrafting self publisher to a attempt at being a pro publisher. Um, so I went from making small numbers of hundreds of games to small numbers of thousands of games. I went from selling games predominantly through my website and BGG and at conventions to trying to sell to distributors and shops worldwide. And I did a reasonably good job at that um, in terms of I had 21 distributors and I was in, I was had reasonably widespread distribution um but i sold five thousand of the eight thousand games i made um and I, I just didn't have a big enough audience and i didn't have a big enough um i wasn't well enough known to be making games on that scale um, and i didn't have the marketing skills to do it either um so this time round, the idea was definitely to to start small and probably stay small um, and certainly not make a jump unless I was fairly convinced that I had something that had legs. Um, I, as I said it in the main show, I didn't want to sell into shops. I wanted to just sell through my website. I'm now selling into shops. Um, and I didn't want to go to Kickstarter, although I am now literally on Kickstarter. Um, so I'm being more adaptive. Um, I think Kickstarter g gives you a great opportunity to gauge the size of the market for a game. Um, so rather than making 3,000 copies and hoping you can sell them to shops and distributors, you can put a game out there and you find out how many people are interested in buying it at the price that you can make it, um, which I think is is the big power of Kickstarter, is that it's a, it's a marketing and market research tool rolled up into one. Um, uh, other things that I'm determined to do differently. Um, so the first time round, I did it all myself and I had a couple of mates that I chatted to about it and they did playtesting with me and that, but I, there, I didn't really have any sort of feedback mechanisms in place. Um, whereas this time round, I've set myself up a board of advisors of people who work in the games industry that I know from my first time. Um, and every, every quarter, I send them a report of how things are going. And so I'm, there's a level of accountability there. And this is, I'm saying, this is what I'm going to do this quarter. And at the end of the quarter, I have to say how well I did against those, those goals that I set myself. Uh, but it also means that they can provide their, uh, their insight and input on what they think I'm doing well and badly. Um, and also um, Paul, my co-designer on FlickFleet, has joined the company. So we're now two rather than one, which is new as well. Yeah, definitely. I think having 
people around you, surrounding yourself with, with competent people who understand the industry, whatever industry you're in, is so valuable just to have people to bounce ideas around off of, to have accountability for yourself, especially, you know, if you know there's certain weaknesses that you need to account for. I think that's that's an incredible uh, way to do things. I, I wish more people would do that. There's so many people that, that think, oh, I'm going to start my own game company. I'm going to post my game. I'm going to go to Kickstarter. And then they do really well. Like they have success. They make a hundred grand. You know, they do uh, very well on Kickstarter. And then they never fulfill their game. Like the game never gets published because they, they tried to do too much. They didn't understand the financial part, the accounting part. And it's probably because they didn't have people around them to say, hey, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. And so I think that's there's a lot of wisdom there. Yeah. And um, so, so a couple of things on that. One is, um, yeah, you're totally right. You, you have to know what you're getting into. And um, it's important to to have people around you to to point things out one of the things i do try to do on twitter every wednesday is a thing called craft wednesday um and i was on a training course for work a while ago and they they read out these stats that if you set yourself a goal you have a 10 percent chance of achieving it if you write it down it's 50 percent chance of achieving it if you tell someone it's 70% chance of achieving it and if you have someone holding you accountable for doing that it's 90 percent and those numbers are close to whatever it was this was research that had been done um i've given you a an approximation of those numbers but it was those were more or less what they were i think from memory um and so what i'm doing is um is this for this craft wednesday thing is i'm trying to be an accountability partner for people so people each week i just check in on how people are doing on things that are related to games crafting because that's what i'm interested in that's what i like doing um so we have people who um who are making prototypes we have people designing games we have people doing kickstarters we have people making dice bags we have people making board game tables we have people doing um dice towers all sorts of crafting things related to board gaming and i just try and check in with them every week, see how it's going, post photos and share their work with other people. Um, that's just a really cool thing to be involved in. I, I see so many awesome things being done by other people um, and get to share that with with a wider audience. So if you're in, on Twitter, I would heart, heartily recommend checking out Craft Wednesday every Wednesday. Yeah, that's awesome. And I found the same kind of thing in the Board Game Design Lab Facebook community. Uh, every Monday, I do a very similar thing. I say, hey, what's your what's your goals for the week to move your game or games forward? And it's awesome to have so many people. And it's usually around 100 comments will come in and say, hey, I, I'm trying to do this. I need to finish a rule book. I need to finish a prototype. I need to get my gameplay tested this week. And then also on Friday, I'll say, hey, it's Friday. Did you accomplish your goal? Like, did you, you know, did you follow through on what you hope to do this week? And so many people get to say, yes, I got to do it. And then also people say, no, I didn't get it done this week, but, you know, I'm going to make sure I get it done next week. And it's that accountability. And it's just having a community around you to kind of say, hey, we're here for you. You know, if you need any help, we're glad to help. And and for people to comment and encourage each other and kind of help each other along. And I, I think it's amazing. Yeah, it's great. I've uh, I've taken part in that a few times and uh, certainly enjoyed reading what other people are getting up to. So thank you for doing that, Gabe. Oh, yeah. It's it's not even something I really thought about. I saw a, a person do this in another group that, that I was a part of. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I think it was for like, it was some kind of business oriented group. And it was like, you know, talking about how are you going to move your business forward? And I was like, oh, that's kind of, that's interesting. And so what if I, what if I did that for board games? I went, let's see if it would be uh, interesting to people. And I remember the first time I did it, there was like 50 comments. I was like, oh, okay. So yes, I think, I think people are into this. And uh, that's just something that I've tried to make a habit every Monday and Friday ever since then. And so it's, it's awesome 
awesome to see what people are working on. Like you're saying, uh, there's so many cool ideas. And sometimes I get inspired. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And gives me an idea for my game and how I can, you know, fix a problem that I've been experiencing. And so I think it's, it's just really great for, for the community. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I, I appreciate you doing it. Thank you. Yeah. Now, any other thoughts, any other ideas, any other ways that, you know, you, you're looking at what happened years ago with Reaver Games and now you're, you're trying to make this comeback with your Odyssey? Any other things that uh, you feel like are, are pertinent or would help somebody maybe in a similar situation? I think probably the first thing to do is, like you say, it's a very different thing running a games publishing company than it is designing a game. So if you want to design your own game, fantastic. But before you think about self-publishing or going to Kickstarter or whatever, think about all the other things that go into running a a company. And do you really want to be spending your time doing those rather than designing games or playing games? And if you do, fine. Have a great time. Um, If you don't, (laughs) give it to somebody else. Yeah, great point. Well, Jackson, man, really, again, appreciate your time. Appreciate you coming on the show. Good luck with your handmade games. Good luck with your company, your Kickstarter, and everything else you got going on right now. Thank you very much. You too.